This is Josh Belk. I appreciate you taking a few moments to listen in once again uh, today to the Belk on Business podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about leading and responding in crisis. I actually think I may have uh, recorded a podcast once uh, before talking specifically about leading during crisis. But uh, during this uh, during this last week, I had uh, sat down and I, I'm going to take an aside here just for a moment. I, I think it's essential for, for any of us who really want to take steps toward elevating ourselves and becoming uh, high and peak performers to making sure that we have those uh, necessary habits in our daily lives, that we're paying purposeful attention to uh, the emotional and spiritual and physical needs that we each of us have. And, uh, and I think probably for most of us, the, the best time to do that is probably first thing in the morning. I, I know for myself that uh, spending a few moments when I get up in the morning, making sure that uh, nutritionally I'm taken care of with a, with a healthy breakfast. I'm, I'm not eating a donut, but I'm actually something that provides the, 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 the nutrients and the protein that I need and uh, spend some time uh, addressing the spiritual side of, of life, which I, I think is maybe most of all important. And then, uh, and then the, uh, the physical side as well. Uh, with uh, with the workout routine, and whatnot, we find ourselves uh, becoming uh, be, uh, find ourselves able to perform better throughout the day when we do those types of things. But uh, during this uh, during the spiritual moment uh, moments that I take in the morning, I'd run across a passage in scripture, and as I began to think about this throughout that day and over the over the next day, there was a couple of resounding thoughts that uh, that kind of came away from that, and uh, and I jotted those down, and and actually last night uh, before um, before. Uh, going to bed, my, my wife and I were spending a few minutes uh, just talking through, and, and we rarely ever talk about the podcast, but the podcast had come up and I had shared a thought uh, that I had, I had run across, and, and she actually added something that I'm going to bring into this podcast as I, as I go through today. Uh, so talking a little bit about leading and responding in crisis, and I was reading the story of Jacob. You're going to find this in Genesis chapter 42, verse number one. The story of Jacob is he, uh, there was a famine in the land. And, uh, and, and, of course, this is something now in the United States we uh, generally don't deal with. Food is plentiful. But, uh, of course, it's an agricultural society primarily, but, uh, but there was a famine in the land. There wasn't the adequate rain. They did not have the technology, obviously, that we do now to be able to, to kind of help if, they're, if we are going through a drought-type season. But they're having a severe famine in the land. Uh, people are starving. There are some serious issues. As you read through this passage, uh, you'll see that Jacob looks at his sons and basically uh, says to them, why? Why are you standing here looking at each other? Why are you standing here doing nothing? Uh, Jacob knew and thought that, uh, and, and we can only assume that uh, his sons would know that there was food in Egypt. They had adequate finances to be able to go and get food. It's just that nobody was acting. So Jacob here, he's frustrated. He looks at his sons and he says, what in the world are you doing standing around? I don't know if, you've, uh, if you're a business owner. Uh, sometimes you may look around and you just may not see people. You, you look around and you just don't see people performing. Wondering, you know, what in the world is going, uh, going on? Why are we standing around looking at each other, not solving the problems that need to be solved? I think this can be true in our own households as well. I think it's even applicable here to a, to a dad with 12 sons. Uh, first didn't take a look at himself, but immediately just kind of want to uh, look at his sons and, and begin to uh, maybe uh, just kind of uh, just vent in frustration instead of looking at himself and saying, well, what uh, should I have done better? What could I do better as it uh, relates to leaders, uh, leadership during a time of crisis? 
And so uh, through the story, we eventually, eventually find out that uh, he does end up sending um, uh, nine of his 11 sons. Of course, the one son, Joseph, is, uh, is already in Egypt, and, uh, and then uh, he keeps Benjamin, the youngest son, at home. And eventually goes there, and of course the story plays out that the the brothers end up meeting the uh, the brother they did not uh, realize was there, and uh, it's kind of a, a neat story. Now uh, every business, and we in life as well, but every business we will we will face times of crisis. Jacob was very much known to be a, a go-getter. My, my wife actually brought this to, to my attention last night, that Jacob, when he was younger, he was known as a trickster. He was a guy that manipulated for his own benefit. It was just kind of uh, who he was character-wise. However, uh, he was a person that definitely thought through problems, didn't always solve them the best way, uh, but definitely th- thought through problems and was, an a- was a person of action. He didn't sit around and blame others. He went and, and literally he went out and, and, uh, and he, he solved problems. And like I said, not always, mostly the, you know the, the most ethical of, of ways. Uh, but he was a he was a uh, he was a a problem solver, and a person of action. But we saw after his wife passed away, they became very complacent. And uh, uh, Rachel, this lady he had worked uh, 14 years for uh, to be able to uh, marry this lady, ends up passing away, and and we see we see some complacency set in, and and I don't know if this complacency ended up kind of trickling down into his sons, and and maybe it was out of complacency that they didn't uh, they didn't act, okay, uh, but uh, but whatever the case may be, we we see that uh, Jacob wasn't quite the same performer, uh, the person of action as he was. Uh, at, at, um, at one point. We see the sons are, are getting complacent and they just don't want to leave their comfort zone. So uh, we, uh, so, and, and through this, we see a, a dad that ends up getting frustrated, a leader that ends up getting frustrated. Now, this particular crisis was not a man-made crisis, uh, but there is always a man-made response to any crisis. In, uh, in right now in our country, we're, we're dealing with, uh, with kind of a little bit of an ongoing crisis with this uh, ongoing COVID-19 situation, with this coronavirus situation. And, and, uh, and, and every single one of us has been impacted in, in a different way. And uh, some people uh, choose to blame others. Even politically, you know, we had a presidential candidate blaming the prior presidential, uh, the prior president, and we have politicians blaming each other for not having the right type of response. Okay. However, we we did see a response, and I think there is some some uh, good coming from those responses. Okay, but when it's uh, when uh, we see in this story here that there there was not a response by the followers, and the leader did not adequately give. Uh, the fellowship, what they needed as it relates to the, the proper thinking skills. So I'm going to just mention three things as far as in uh, leading and responding in crisis. First of all, we should always be planning for a crisis. And uh, a crisis is always, always comes. We see economically uh, that, uh, that essentially we see the, the economic cycle work in, in, uh, in cycles. Okay. Uh, we, uh, our businesses will go in cycles. We'll have time of plenty. We'll have time where things are a little bit scarce. And uh, we should always be kind of saving for that rainy day, planning for that rainy day, planning for that crisis that uh, if we aren't in it now, eventually it will come. Uh, this may include a savings plan, a succession plan in our business, some sort of a survival plan. We look at this uh, personally. I mean, we, do we have our will? Do we have uh, these elements in place, a, a, a trust, whatever it is that we need to have in place to make sure that we're planning for that time of crisis? Uh, we may not be there for the crisis. It may be our own death. 
Okay, but uh, the people that are behind have to kind of clean up the mess or address the situation. Uh, have we planned adequately for the crisis that is to come in our business? Are we, if times are really good right now, are we adequately saving for the time where uh, business may not be as good? We may not be as profitable. We may even go through a time that we're losing money, that we're still able to keep our doors open, still able to take care of our the people that work for us, but making sure that as leaders, we are planning for that crisis that is to come. Uh, secondly, uh, develop a, a team with uh, critical thinking skills. And uh, this really is a process of, of, uh, of being able to teach our team on how do we think. And, um, and so uh, it, it should have been obvious, okay, to the followers what needed to be done. It really probably should have been obvious to the, to the leader on, uh, on that process of teaching, uh, okay, we're, we're in a time of crisis. What needs to happen? Okay, and we see in the story that that was not done. Okay, so the solution should have been obvious. It was obvious to the leader, but the followers didn't see it. They may have reacted uh, uh, or simply did not react at all. Maybe it was out of fear. I don't know what kind of a father that Jacob was. Maybe he was a very kind of a, of a mean and obnoxious person and a demeaning person. Uh, and kind of look at ourselves as leaders when, a, when, a, uh, when a, one of our employees or team members come to us. Do, you know, are we getting on their case right away? Okay, or do we use every single one of those situations as, a, as an opportunity to, uh, to teach, uh, to inform, to walk them through a process? Okay, but whatever the case was, we see in the story that they, they, did, not, they did not react. Okay, they didn't respond appropriately. They just didn't do anything. And it may have been out of fear. Uh, they may not have been taught or it may have just simply just been they were complacent. Uh, everything is just fine. Uh, the leader will take care of it at his responsibility, and they just chose to just kind of sit back and not do anything at all. The story doesn't necessarily tell us, okay, but we can kind of think, uh, you know, think through situations that uh, maybe our team didn't respond or we didn't respond, okay, and why, uh, why didn't we respond? Why didn't our team respond? Okay, was it out of fear? Was it out of complacency? Okay, uh, or they just simply didn't know. Okay, but whatever the situation, we have to look at ourselves as leaders and, uh, and realize that the, uh, the, the problem ultimately is ours and we need to go forward, going forward, making sure that we, we teach our team how to respond in crisis and how to make decisions. Lastly, number three, involve our team members in, in the decision-making process. And so this is a process of explaining the, the why and the how. Okay, the why is always uh, the vision. Okay, uh, and so if the, um, if the vision is clear, and there, we have a buy-in by our team, the decision-making process will be a lot simpler to them. Okay, but we need to explain to them and involve them in the decision-making process. And so you bring them in, and once a decision has to get made, you explain to them, well, this is uh, the why of the decision, and this is the process uh, that I made in, uh, to, to be able to make the decision. And, uh, and uh, once the team has the buy-in on the vision, they understand and they buy into your leadership and they understand the decision-making process, uh, then when that time of crisis comes or that time of when a difficult decision uh, needs to be made, that the, the team understands, hey, you know what, this is how the leader would have made the decision, even though he may not be here. Or, you know what, I don't even need to involve him necessarily. We can make this decision and be able to, uh, to, to, to solve whether it's a problem in the business, to be able to solve a, a client's issue that we may be dealing with. But either way, uh, to allow that business to be able to move forward in a way uh, that is, uh, um, that is uh, not only profitable, okay, but really uh, can, can really bring value to the clients and, and to be able to serve those in which you want to serve and be able to, uh, to fulfill the why of the business and of those that work within the business. 
Speaking of value, I hope this uh, podcast brought you some value. If you haven't already, I would strongly encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. I appreciate you taking a few moments out of your schedule to listen in. Have a wonderful day.